Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. They are going to tour until they have to be wheeled out on stage in their own kiss caskets. Absolutely. Class is in. It's a Rock School Radio show here on the Rock School Radio Network, and the network does get larger. As a matter of fact, we have a brand new affiliate, which we'll tell you about in the first break. Uh, thank you to everybody up there in Oregon. So we're big in Oregon up there. My name is Joe Burns. We're broadcasting live from the campus Southeastern Louisiana University. Beth West once again has overslept, and we have grabbed. <laughs> what do you actually do here at this radio station? I never see you doing anything. So what do they pay you for? I'm the underwriting and development representative, so I have to bring in money for the state. Fantastic. Which, if I'm not mistaken, next month we start a brand new sponsor here on the Rock School Radio Show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, your name is Monique Gregoire, right? Yes. Good Lord. It's an insane name for radio. Yeah, yeah. Monique was a rough name, and then I got married, and my husband told me at that point, oh, get ready for everybody to screw up your name. They already did. What did you give up for Gregoire? What was the maiden name? Major. So it was pretty simple. Monique Major. Yes. Yeah, you made a better choice. (laughs) Can we just call you Debbie Smith? Because Monique Gregoire. Is extremely difficult. I don't know about Debbie. No, Debbie, Janice, Denise. No, Monique. Monique. Going with Monique. <laughs> Monique, you go to a lot of concerts. I know your husband is a rock and roll star, but you go to a lot of concerts outside of that. Um, not recently. I think the last one that I saw was Everclear last year. I know you're a big Everclear fan. I am. If Everclear ever said we are quitting, we're done, we're going on a farewell tour, would you buy the tickets and go see it? Absolutely, wherever now, they are. Would you be angry? If Everclear said, we're going on a farewell tour, and then they take two or three years off and say, well, we've changed our minds, we're going to tour again, would you be angry that you supposedly saw the Everclear farewell tour and then they're doing it again? Probably not. I'd probably still go back. It wouldn't bother you? Motley Crue is undertaking their farewell tour. Have you heard this? I have not. They are untaking their farewell tour, and they have made it legally binding by signing a cessation of touring agreement. They held a news conference in Los Angeles and said, we're not doing what a lot of other bands are doing. We're not going to go on a farewell tour Mm -hmm. and then turn right around and keep farewell touring again. Once we do it, we're done. What was the last album that Molly Crew put out? I don't even remember. Uh, I think it, it had, had to have been a while. I think it had Saints of Los Angeles on it. And I'm going to play a Motley Crew to finish the uh, the hour. But okay. what I want to talk about, and they're making a joke about the concept of, you know, these bands that go on farewell tours and then they come back and they farewell again and again and again. Right. They're not going to do that. They've said, once we're done, we're done. So when you pay the ticket price for a farewell tour, that's right. it, man. You've seen it. We're done. So what I did was I thought, that's a great rock school topic. Right. I went back and I thought, what other bands have gone on farewell tours, their fans paid the money, Mm. and then they turned right around and said, well, tough luck. We've decided (laughs) not to say farewell. So... Mm -hmm. 
I have a whole list here. We'll begin with this one. I asked you which band you wanted to start it with, and you say the Go-Go's. Absolutely. The Go-Go's have toured regularly since 1999, and in February of 1910, Belinda Carlisle, the lead singer, said, we're done. This is it. This is our farewell tour. We are done. And what year was that? That was uh, 2010. Okay. However, Jane Weedlin, the woman who basically wrote all of the music mm-hmm. of the, the Go-Go's, hurts her knee and they have to cancel the tour. Well, that's fine. You, you come back and you complete it after she's recouped, right? I- it happens. No, they've been touring pretty much since and have started the Ladies Gone Wild tour to commemorate the 30th anniversary of the release <laughs> of Beauty and the Beat and have subsequently toured the U.S. all the way since and have started another one in 2012. So the farewell tour for the Go-Go's didn't happen at all. So right. if you bought that ticket, sorry, the word farewell means Farewell, we'll see you in a year. (laughs) Too bad. Go-Go's. I want to be sedated on Rock School. Okay, I might have been a little unfair to the Go-Go's because their farewell tour was destroyed by Jane Wieldland hurting her legs. So maybe I was a touch unfair to the Go-Go's there. So Motley Crue, we're quitting, farewell tour. Doobie Brothers. Right. Did you know the Doobie Brothers did a farewell tour? I did not. You did not? They did. In 1982... The farewell tour of the Doobie Brothers occurred. They played what was to be their last concert at the Greek Theater in Berkeley. They were joined on stage by founder Tom Johnson. Thank you. Good night, Cleveland. In 82. In 82. We're done. Okay? For the next five years, no Doobie Brothers. And everybody thought, we're done. That's, That's that. Then, in 1987, Keith Knudsen, who is a huge fan of Veteran Affairs persuades the bands to come together and play a benefit. Okay. Well, that's not a tour. Right. You know, we need you to raise some money for veterans. I mean, who's going to say no to that? Right. Nobody. So, okay, fine, we'll do that. The problem is they all got together and went, hey, you know, kind of like this. Let's (laughs) do it. And a promoter came along and said, you know, hey, we should do this. So they played a 24-stop tour, and the tickets sold like wildfire. Doesn't surprise me. Again, sorry about that whole farewell tour thing, everybody. Well, they broke up again in 1989, Mm -hmm. reformed in the 1990s after a second farewell. We're done. Thank you very much. Tour, tour, tour. In fact, the Doobies right now are touring again with original singer-songwriter Tom Johnson. So the Doobies (laughs) had not one, but... Two. Two <laughs> farewell tours. So if you want to buy a, a ticket to go see the Doobies on their next farewell tour, you will be seeing Farewell Cubed, Farewell <laughs> 3. It's one of the three. So there's another one. Doobie Brothers, if you buy the farewell tour, who knows? Maybe <laughs> Shot in the Dark. It's the Doobies on Rock School.
All right, sitting here with the hardest name in radio, I have to pick up the little piece of paper and read it, Monique Gregoire. Yes. Goodness. So it's a good German name is what you're saying. No, All right. <laughs> it's fragile. I know. It's a... All right. Cher. You pick this one. I love Cher. Have you ever seen Cher live? No. You have? I have not had the opportunity, but I adore her. I think she's awesome. So you haven't seen Cher de Soleil? No. Yeah, because her tours are really, it's a Cirque du Soleil thing. Oh, yeah. I imagine it's, it is amazing. Oh, I'm sure it's a festival. Even at her age. It, which is what, about 24? Well, parts <laughs> of her are 24. It's about but right. Yeah, she's had a lot of plastic. And she's not even clever about it. I mean, oh, she no. just says, I'm leaving to go and, you know, have a tune-up. Oh, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah, they make the, the statement, I'm leaving to go have a tune-up, and they'll go have what have you done. Uh-huh. There are parts of these women that are just not, you know, I think they're still under warranty, if you will. So, okay, share. In June 2002, I remember this distinctly. It's when she had that hellaciously auto-tuned song, Believe. Yes, I remember that song. Right, where they took the auto It was actually a neat little effect. They took the auto-tune too far so the voice warbled right that was really clever i thought uh, people loved it yeah we're I gonna liked it. we're gonna over auto-tune this and laugh at it which <laughs> i thought was clever as anything so okay in 2002 Cher embarks on the living proof the farewell tour announced as her final live concert tour of her career she vowed though she would continue making records and films i have no trouble with that you right know, you don't have to be a hermit but if you're not going to physically go out, go to venues and perform, that's fine. It's I'm not doing it anymore, but I'm going to do the Beatles thing. I'm yeah. going to go live in a studio. You can still buy my music, but I'm tired of you know living in green rooms and, right. and things like that. No trouble with that. In 2008, then, Cher begins a three-year, 200-performance residency at the Coliseum in Caesar's Palace, Las Vegas. Okay. Now, is that technically touring? I think so. I think as long as she's on stage. So that you, that's touring to Absolutely, you. Absolutely, because people go to Vegas. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a cheaper trip that people can go for the weekend at this point. So. Right, and see Cher. Exactly. Right, and it can be more, more of a show because the rigging is permanent. Right. The, the stage is permanent. Right. She's able to perform and still put on her same show. Right. But have it a little more steady. And isn't going everywhere. When I she's getting older, (laughs) she is right. Wheel her out. Uh, When you see a show in Vegas, also, isn't it normally a little longer than a regular rock concert because it is permanent? I believe so. Right. So you know, if you go to see Celine Dion and you hate her, she's on stage a long time. So yeah, you're there for a while. Guess how much she earned per year. At Caesar's Palace. Now, remember, she's there for three years. How much do you think she earned per year? No idea. $60 million. Yeah. Now, the government takes half. So she made $90 million for a three-year stint. That's how she's able to afford all the Botox. Okay, so technically, that maybe that's touring, maybe that's not, because somebody in the audience is going, no, that's not touring. Fine. But her farewell tour was back in 2002. In 2014, ladies and germs... The Dress to Kill Tour what? in support of Cher's Closer to the Truth album was announced September 23rd, 2013. The Farewell Tour in June 2002. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, your tickets are no longer valid. It was the Farewell Tour 1. But they're not right. even calling the Dress to one. Kill Tour a Farewell Tour. So yeah. Cher apparently wants to keep doing this. She, she's going to die on stage. Like that, That's what she wants. <laughs> 
She wants. I mean, think about it. You you want to go doing what you love best. I guess. So that totally makes sense. Sure. So if if you're gonna die on stage, I'd buy a ticket to that. <laughs> I would like to see that. I so. wouldn't mind seeing her. There's, there's always a casket off to the right, just <laughs> in case. It's share half breed on Rascal. All right, first break here on Rock School. Monique, let me run a question past you. Now, okay. you said you would go and see uh, the farewell tour of Everclear, and I know you're a big Everclear fan. In fact, Absolutely. on your Facebook uh, page, your profile picture, if I'm not right. mistaken, is with the lead singer of Everclear, whose name I can't pronounce. Art Alexis, is it? It's, it's humongous. It's like right. the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls. It just You just have to refer to him as the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls. Exactly. Because his name is unpronounceable. If you buy a ticket to a farewell tour and it says farewell tour, and we said at the beginning of this, Motley Crue is undertaking a tour and they've signed a secession of touring agreement. If you go to a farewell tour, right. is that ticket a legal document? Can you sue the band if they then start touring again? Because I guarantee if it's a farewell tour, right. they bilked you for more money Absolutely. I think right. you could. You could? Do you think? I think so. Class action suit or such? I mean, is there any legal basis for this, do you think? Well, if they're signing a contract going into it and the ticket does say that, and then five years later they do the same thing, then I don't see why you couldn't. I just wonder, or, or do the, are the bands smart enough to wait until the statute of limitations runs out and then <laughs> we'll tour? It would, it would bother me to do something like that. Right. But well, the, doesn't bother the bands, apparently. No, because they're bringing in more money, you know? As sure. Any time, I guess it's like they get a break and they're like, oh, you know what? We, we I really want this new house. Let me go ahead and start touring some more. Bring a little bit extra. Right. This is not stretching as far as I thought it would. And I would think you get bored. And, and in this world of downloading, right. simply selling records anymore isn't where you make your money. Right. It's touring. So it would, you know, I, I just am waiting for someone to do that because it's only a matter of time before somebody does bring this against it. Oh, yeah. And that would be that. bothersome. Let me explain to all of you out there in the audience that the Rock School Radio Network continues to grow. We have a new affiliate, KSKQ. Once again, hard to say stuff today. I got Monique Gregoire, and I have these call letters, KSKQ Ashland, Oregon. They are running us on Saturday nights, so we can't do anything but thank them and uh, appreciate them and say, really, thank you for having us uh, on your radio station, and we will be doing our darndest to not run listeners off from you. So <laughs> KSKQ, thank you so much. And be sure, uh, those of you who are listening out in uh, Ashland, Oregon, get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show and like us you really like us back in a minute with more bands that have done farewell maybe on rock school <laughs> Okay, coming out of the break, I'm going to do a band that you say you don't know. I have not heard of them. But we play on this radio station. 
Supergrass. I think you'll dig them. They're mid-90s. Todd, am I right about that? Mid-90s band, which... Uh, that surprises it, me that I don't know it then. But they come up. I mean, they're a, they're a really good band, and, and you'll dig the song. It's called Late in the Day, and uh, I really like it. I have a few of them in my collection. Mm-hmm. Supergrass, on April 12, 2010, announces they're going to split after a series of four farewell shows. Bang, 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 and done. they're done. They played a final gig in Paris on June 11, 2010, and okay. said, Good night, Cleveland. We are finished. At the time of the split, they were working on what would be their seventh studio album. I say, what would be, because it's not done. Okay. It was tentatively titled Release the Drones, which, you know, I I will make my political statement whether you (laughs) like it or not. Uh, Gaz Coombs stated that the album was nearly finished and was supposed to be released in May. I assume May 2010. He could have also meant May 2011 it doesn't state in the story to this day maybe i'm wrong but to this day as far as i know the album remains unfinished and unreleased todd have you seen a new supergrass album called release the drones he's shaking his head no so (laughs) maybe they've told the truth we'll see but maybe down the line supergrass says that was it yeah we're tired of staring at the walls we're going to put it together and and go out again but they have played their farewell shows Supergrass, late in the day on Rock School. Okay, coming out of Supergrass, what'd you think? Do you like Supergrass? Oh, yeah. yeah did I you? enjoyed it. Okay, see? There you go. Professional radio, live before your naked steaming ears. <laughs> Welcome to the bottom of the hour. Let's do the names one more time. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. See, I can't say it, so I'm handing it off to Sounds her. Sounds so much better when I say it anyway. It does. You're practiced. <laughs> Let us take a quick break. We'll do seven days and 70 seconds. We'll come back with another group that has finished their final tour, and we'll see whether they hang tight, and then we'll get back to some groups that have finish their tour and come back so (laughs) seven days 70 seconds these are the dates february 10th all the way through february 16th i believe monique gregoire i I strained myself i believe (laughs) you have monday go i do february 10th 1974 record producer phil Spector was injured in a car crash he needed extensive plastic surgery that dramatically altered his looks uh, details of how the accident happened were kept secret. February 11th, 1969, the Monkees set a new record when their second album, More of the Monkees, jumped from position 122 to the top of the U.S. charts. The album stayed there in the pole position for 18 weeks. February 12th, 1915, born on this day, Lauren Green, star of the NBC TV show Bonanza. He had a U.S. number one single, Ringo, which made him the second Canadian to have a U.S. number one single. The Guess Who's American Woman was the first. There's a piece of trivia for you. February 13th, 1982, the marble slab, which was stolen from the grave of Leonard Skinner's singer Ronnie Van Zant, is found two weeks later, dried up in a riverbed. Hmm. February 14th, 1977, U.S. singer-songwriter Janice Ian received 461 Valentine's Day cards after indicating the lyrics of her song, At 17, 
She never received any. Have you ever heard Janice Ian's song at 17? I haven't, but I will be looking it up. Oh, yeah. Listen to that <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Oh, what a killer. <laughs> February 15th, 1981, American guitarist Mike Bloomfield is found dead in his car in San Francisco from an accidental heroin overdose. He was a member of the Paul Butterfield Blues Band, Electric Flag, and played on Bob Dylan's Highway 61 Revisited. And then finally, February 16, 1974, during a tour of America, the members of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer were arrested in Salt Lake City after swimming naked in the hotel pool. <laughs> of all the cities, Salt Lake City, they decided to go skinny dipping. They were each fined $75. Are you familiar with Simply Red? I am familiar with him. Okay. Michael Hucknell is, or Hucknell, some people pronounce it both ways, okay. is the lead singer of Simply Red, and he really is the band. Right. I mean, they were a band at once. It's one of those things where it's over soon. Right. You know, once somebody comes out. Well, Hucknell's really the, the guy who's Simply Red. He stated in early 2009, he's done. Okay. A farewell tour would be undertaken i've mm. had enough now he's not a spring chicken but the fact remains you know he doesn't dig ditches for a living he sings right okay fine. well they were big in the 80s too oh, right my goodness Huge. yes lots of big hits even here but mm -hmm. in their native uk mm -hmm. much 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 i mean they're More. big here but they're humongous over there gotcha. so a farewell tour starts early 2009 ends 2010 he's been doing it for 25 years he says the final concert takes place, O2 Arena, London, December 19, 2010. Right. The concert was so big, it was shown at cinemas throughout the UK. He sells oh, out movie cool. theaters. Oh, yeah. Millions upon millions of people see it. Nothing's happened since. We'll see <laughs> what happens, whether it's actually the last one. It's Simply Red, ladies and gentlemen. Money's too tight to mention. have been bands that have stated we're done and to this point have stayed done okay let's get back to somebody who has said i'm done farewell tour and come back <laughs> the burner tina turner ladies and gentlemen foreign affair the farewell tour also known just as the foreign affair world tour okay. was the fifth tour of tina turner mm -hmm. and she said she had had enough what year was this one? Oh, I'm looking here. Da, 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 da. I don't have a date on the thing. Okay. It was probably late 80s because it would be in 1993 that she would break her promise. <laughs> yeah. She's had enough. It was a stadium tour. It reached European countries. I mean, it was a monster. It says here, overall, the tour drew 3 million spectators. It broke a European tour record that was previously set by the Rolling Stones. So this was wow. a monster. This Absolutely. was huge. Okay. She stated that... Considering how large it was, she's done. It would be the final one, blah, blah, blah. Right. Fine. That's not true. Later on, she says, well, <laughs> I kind of have mixed feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm the first woman to fill all these stadiums. I got such a feeling from the fans. It was fantastic. I don't want to close the door completely, except for the fact that it said the farewell <laughs> tour on all of the tickets. Uh, I'm going away for about a year, and I'll make a decision for what I'm supposed to do. Uh, <laughs> 1993, she announces the What's Love Got to Do With It tour. So 
sorry if you paid them. No wonder three million people and all that kind of stuff. We're never going to see her again until a few years later. But again, that's what Tina Turner is one of those artists that you would love to see. I would see no, her. no matter see any her today. age. Exactly. Even even if she came out and did all of her Buddhist chants and such. Yeah. Right. So fine, but she's still kind of. That'd be good to me. It's Tina Turner on Rocksville. Okay, going into the second break here on Rock School, uh, here's a couple I won't play a song for. Phil Collins. He is, number one, he's in pain. He has been sitting down playing drums so long, he says he has chronic arthritis in his back, so he can't wow. tour. In 2003, he announced his final solo tour, which he called the first final farewell tour. Obviously a tongue-in-cheek reference, giving himself the out if he actually wanted to come back and do it that's the way it's done he has taken off time in 2010 and has not returned it's entirely possible he's he's under pain management Mm -hmm. which disallows him to you know play it which would be horrible but he has the money to sort of keep himself comfortable you you hope he's doing it right are you familiar with Powderfinger? i'm not Powderfinger took on a 2010 concert tour of australia Uh, It was their last concert tour, so they say, following the announcement on April 9th, 2010, they would be breaking up after this, what they called their Sunsets (laughs) tour, saying it would be the last ever the band had. They uh, played their final show at the River Stage in Brisbane one week later in front of 10,000 fans. The last song they played was called These Days. The band disbanded after the tour, and since that 2010 concert, no one has heard a peep out of Powderfinger. So... Maybe they have done what uh, Motley Crue has done. And Motley Crue, of course, uh, undertaking their final tour, which has given us the reason for this Rock School Radio show. KSCL, Shreveport, Louisiana, is part of the Rock School Radio Network, and they are running this radio show. Who do you have? Uh, We also want to say hi to WMCE in Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania, which is getting pounded once again with snow. Not us. It's going to rain. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the second break, you ready for the absurdity of it all? Absolutely. I was going to start the show with this, but you said, no, 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 let's do the (laughs) Go-Go's. Since you're the guest, we start with that. Kiss. Kiss announces in early 2000 they would be launching a U.S. farewell tour in the summer, which was going to be the last with the original lineup, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Kicked it off March 2000. Done, right? Right. No, they added dates, which ran through April 2001. Then we're done. Goodbye. Thank you. Right? No. No. (laughs) In 2002, a little bit of controversy. They went on national public radio with host Terry Gross and said that we should probably go on out because we have a new drummer. Uh, Mm -hmm. Freely's going to be on the guitar. Uh, They then played at the closing ceremonies of the 2002 Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City. By the way, that was Freely's last performance with Kiss. A little piece of trivia there for you. Okay. The farewell tour is over. Fine. One off. No problem with that. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they decided to do a headlining tour with Aerosmith in 2003. Oh. Freely left because he didn't want to tour with Aerosmith, but uh-huh. that's fine. That will, This will be the last we play. This and we're <laughs> done. We're done. <laughs> then during the summer of 2004, Kiss headlined the Rock the Nation 2004 World Tour with Poison. And we're done. 
Then in the summer of 2008, KISS headlined festivals with their own shows. Then we're done. September 25th, 2009, KISS started the Alive 35 North American Tour, kicking it off at Cobo Hall in Detroit. Then we're done! Until KISS kicked off the Monster World Tour on November 7th, 2012 in Buenos Aires, Argentina. (laughs) No matter what they say, do not believe them. Right. They are going to tour until they have to be wheeled out on stage in their own KISS caskets. Absolutely. That's the end of it. And they'll still be making money. Right. The (laughs) The only thing they use, the only place they use the word farewell... And you can believe it is mm-hmm. when they say at the end of the concert, farewell, <laughs> that's it. Kiss Detroit Rock City on Rock City. All right, last break here on the show. Hey, thanks for sitting in. No, no problem. I'm Easy. enjoying it. Nothing it's a lot to of fun. It. But it's over. Sorry. Next week, Beth may very well get up out of bed, but we'll see. Alabama. Alabama, the group Alabama. I adore Alabama. Grew up on Alabama. Oh, you like them? I do. do. Oh, my wife I'm from the country, so. May 2002, the band announces their American Farewell Tour at the Academy of Country Music Awards and the World Cries. They disband in 2006 Mm -hmm. until they get together in 2011 and they tour for 2012 and then announce the 2013 Back to the Bowery Tour to celebrate the band's 40th anniversary. Thanks a lot, fellas. The Who. Townsend wants to stop touring completely in 1989. However, Antwistle, the bassist, says he's going to quit if there are no promises of further tours, so that kills that. In 89, <laughs> they embark in the 25th anniversary of the Kids Are All Right tour. Oh. They toured again then in 1999, then in early 2000. In October 2013, Townsend tells the London Evening Standard that The Who would stage their final tour in 2015 and will perform in locations they have never performed previously. So <laughs> that's what you have to look forward to. So we're going to wrap up on a Motley Crew tune because that's the reason for this show. If you buy tickets to the Motley Crew final leg of the tour, they have signed a secession of touring agreement and supposedly this will be the last tour however how many examples have i just given you that is pure and utter horse plop (laughs) so we'll see it that's going to wrap it up uh my name is joe burns 28 gregoire here is some motley crew classes dismissed